Hello and welcome to a new episode of Behind the Scenes of Happiness. I'm your host, Christoph Spiesens. Today I'm chatting with Ryan Anderton, cyclist, fundraiser, mental health speaker, founder of the Recycle Yourself campaign and the Lee Fancourt Mental Health Fund. An inspirational guy with an inspirational cause. Enjoy. Ryan, it's good to talk with you. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. How are you today? I'm very good, thank you. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm, I'm delighted to have you on the podcast. We connected on LinkedIn only a week ago, and you posted something about something very important about an upcoming challenge that you're going to take on in order to raise not only funds, but also raise awareness around a very important topic, which is, of course, mental health. And so I decided, I thought I'd reach out to you and offer you today's podcast as an additional way of attracting funding for your challenge, because I think it's truly beautiful. So the platform is all yours. Can you please share with our listeners what this big challenge is? Yeah, so in July, on July the 10th, I'm uh, setting off from Nordkap in Norway and I will be cycling 4,200 miles in around about 20 days to a place called Tarifa in Gibraltar. Mm -hmm. So the journey is from the very north tip of Europe all the way down to the most southern tip of Europe. I'm following the route and cycling to be of benefit to him, which is exactly the same as me. I, uh, I utilize my cycling as part of my well-being and recovery because I've struggled with my mental health in the past too. Mm-hmm. Um, and the aim of the challenge um, is one to raise awareness of mental health and of suicide prevention Mm. Um, but we're also raising funds for what is the Lee Fancourt Mental Health Fund and that's there to help other challenges to do events and fundraising and awareness in the form of grants we will provide to enable people to do similar things to myself and what Lee has done in the in the past and hopefully further gain more awareness and more funds for any mental health charity beautiful um and it's not the i mean it's a huge challenge but you do have a significant amount of experience right because last year for example i know that you rode 4800 miles around the coastline of great britain in 42 days and you raised seven thousand pounds for mind charity am i right Yes, I'm only quite new to cycling still. I've only been cycling for about three years now, just Mm -hmm. under three years. But in that time, I've done mental health awareness and fundraising rides around Britain last year. Yeah, we did 4,800 miles, taking the closest. It's a long, long way. <laughs> um, you look, you look at Britain and you think it's it's relatively small, but it's uh, yeah, it's a long way, and it's, mm-hmm. there's some there's some really difficult sections in uh, in Britain. Um, so yeah, so I did that last year, and, and prior to that, I'd done Lands End to John O'Groats for a mental health group called uh, Andy's Man Club. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and I would like to talk about Andy's man club in a moment. Um, but if I may ask first, Ryan, I'm, I'm born and bred in Belgium, and I came to the UK about 20 years ago. But one thing that Belgium is very renowned for, although I know very little about it, is cycling, right? Yeah. Um, what is it about cycling that, apart from the obvious physical exercise, that is so beneficial to one's mental health, male and female, of course? Uh, it can benefit everybody um, can cycling obviously for the the physical benefits of better heart conditions better lung capacities etc etc um, but when it comes to mental health um, I find that one you have the natural endorphins and serotonin that the levels of those are boosted through natural exercise but for me I've always tried to escape from myself um, I've I've moved to Ireland in the past and Greece in the past and just tried to escape from myself. Mm-hmm. And cycling enables me to get away without actually going anywhere. I can always come back. Mm. And I, I find that freedom and the having the mindful space of just being able to get out on the road, it's just me. I don't think about any of the problems. I'm thinking about potholes or climbing to the top of this hill mm-hmm. or traffic or where I'm going to go because you sort of have free reign. And even if you're just doing five miles, it takes you about 20 minutes, half an hour to do five miles, but you mm-hmm. can be somewhere. You can sit and you can think and you can sort of reassess life and then go home. Mm-hmm. I've sort of I've sort of taken it to a little bit of a, a further degree where I live smack bang in the central of England in Yorkshire. Mm-hmm. Within fifty miles, I can be at the seaside, or I can be in another city or a town, and I sort of use that adventure time to free up my mind. Mm-hmm. Previ- previously, I would literally pack up life. Um, and I would go um, and try and start a new life um, where, where now I use, use my bikes simply to leave home at home, go out and cycle and then come back and deal with the problem from a fresh, new, clear-minded aspect. So it's a very conscious, positive strategy. Yeah, I use um, I I use my bike as as a well-being tool. Um, okay. I've gone through I've gone through the process of a wellness recovery action plan. Mm-hmm. Um, so I understand what's a good me and what's a bad me, and that process in between mm. of where my mind can become a little bit clouded and my judgment may not be as correct as it could be. Mm-hmm. I know that at that point, stop whatever I'm doing, go out on my bike. Yeah come back deal with it on a on a fresh focus mm-hmm. where i think in the past i might have gone to the pub and clouded my judgment even further mm. or i may have just got into a sulk or just got in i, I would i would further damage my mind my, my thought process mm-hmm. less constructive approaches shall we say absolutely mm-hmm. yes yeah we all know about those um I was wondering, Ryan, are there, in your experience, talking to your peers and, and the people that you, because I know that you do a lot of public speaking as well to raise mental health awareness, what are some, and our listener audience is quite broad, so it won't just be cyclists, it could be anyone, um, across yep. all 
sectors and, and industries and interests and walks of life. What are some of the common denominators in terms of mental health and ill health that you come across in, in your work? I think there's a, a, broad, a broad range of areas that cause people challenges within their life um, there's a lot of relationship issues a lot of problems with work and finances mm -hmm. and they cause people to overthink sometimes and lead to depressions and anxieties about facing that issue head-on mm -hmm. um, but yeah overall generally uh, the people that I speak to it does tend to be depression anxiety general life issues that people don't feel that they can talk about through shame or fear or pride and or they've never had that platform to be able to just say i'm struggling with this <laughs> it's true isn't it because also we have been well, I don't want to generalize, but I would imagine it's, it, it applies to many people. We've been told not to open up, right? Um, yeah, we have. Mm. Yeah, so. there's, uh, there's, there's very much a, uh, an attitude that we get on with things, that you deal with it, that whatever your problem is, it's your problem, overcome it, deal with it. Hmm. Um, and I think that there is, there is a positive aspect to that, but there's a lot of people and organizations out there to help you deal with those problems. Exactly. Um, they're specialists. Um, as human beings, we tend to just be, we, ha we tend to have a general knowledge. Hmm. And that is dealing with your issues, right? Stepping up and asking for help is dealing with your issues. The Most definitely. Exactly. So the whole, you know, man up or get on with it or deal with it, etc. Well, you can say, yeah, that's fine. I will. And this is what I'm going to do about it. I'm going to reach out for, for help. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm. yeah. If you take my, um, my example of cycling, I use cycling as my medication. Mm. Um, I try not to take prescription medications for my depression. Mm -hmm. and I utilize the natural serotonins of cycling. Mm -hmm. But there is no harm at all in going to the doctor, taking medication to help you deal with a short-term problem of anxiety or depression whilst you work on resolving that issue in a more natural and proactive, progressive way to enhance your life for the future. 100% agree with you, Ryan. Thank you for sharing that. Can we please come back to Andy's Man Club and how yep. did that very important project slash charity come into your life? Yes, so um, a couple of years ago, um, I experienced some difficulties in my life. Um, I was not willing to talk to people. I was isolating myself. I was drinking a lot um, and I was on the brink of not wanting to be here anymore and I stumbled across Andy's Man Club I saw a sign in a pub window mm -hmm. um, that said it's okay to talk we have a group in Hebden Bridge come along have a chat you don't even have to say anything but we'll have a brew and there's uh, other like-minded men there to share your problems with mm. and I went and I spoke broke down a little bit 
um, and got some great help from some great guys. And Andy's Man Club from then has just grown and grown and grown. And it's a, it's a brilliant resource, a brilliant charity that is encouraging men to talk and break that stigma of, of that men shouldn't talk, we should. Mm-hmm. And they came up with the hashtag, it's okay to talk. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's amazing how, what, what can happen in terms of raising awareness and, and helping people and setting people free, isn't it? When you come up with something that is so beautifully at the core, simple, because the message is simple. It's okay to it talk. Is. And yet that threshold seems to be so incredibly high for some people. It's, I don't want to use the word shame, but it, it is a shame because we all feel better for talking to someone. And that doesn't mean you have to dwell on your issues. You can have a very positive, constructive conversation by just sharing what the situation is. You don't Absolutely. Hmm. Um, I, 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 now, I now use the cliche that um, a problem shared is a problem halved. Mm-hmm. Totally. And the more that you share that problem, the smaller that problem will become mm-hmm. because you get more and more input into how to solve that problem. Yeah. And some of the advice that you get may not be suitable, but a lot of the advice that you get will provide options for you to work towards solving that problem. Mm-hmm. So speaking about it will give you other perspectives. And we all know how clouded and illogical your judgment can get mm-hmm. when you're under stress and pressure. Absolutely. And these man club uh from what i can see they have 70 they hold meetings at around 17 locations across the country so far um, yes and that's growing i would imagine because of the demand it is mm. yeah it's open they're, they're opening i think manchester's their newest one yeah. um but they've got a lot around yorkshire lancashire they've got one in wales two in devon one in london mm-hmm. um hull hartlepool peterborough scotland mm-hmm. So yeah, growing um, growing fairly rapidly now. And an awkward question, perhaps, but is this also accessible to ladies? Unfortunately, not at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, Andy's Man Club is sort of exclusively for right. um, men um, with the male suicide statistics right. um, between twenty five and forty five being extremely high. They mm-hmm. have concentrated on men. But there is um, a number of groups, as I say, last year I did a ride around Britain for MIND, and MIND do have mixed groups, um, men-only groups and female-only groups. Mm-hmm. So they are, there are groups out there for both sexes. Absolutely. So it's reassuring to know that if someone, if a lady did approach Andy's Man Club, then they would be pointed in the, in the right direction, in the direction yes. of other resources. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. Um, and Andy's Man Club, um, they do that particularly well. Um, obviously, they have groups on a, on, on a Monday night at seven o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, but outside of those times, there is always people like Samaritans and Calm Zone Correct. And, various, and various other resources that, that they will point them in the, guide, in the direction of. Mm-hmm. How are you preparing for this huge challenge? Because it's not all that far off, is it? It's... Only a few Three months. Three and a half months now, mm. yeah. Um, I've 
<laughs> been doing a lot of cross training um, right. at the moment because the weather's not been brilliant in England. Um, it has sort of stunted and stalled my um, training preparations, but I'm out, I've been out on my bike this morning and um, over the next three months, I will be uh, taking to my bike and doing lots of cycling. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's more than likely over the next couple of weeks that I will be cycling Lands End to John O'Groats again, wow. purely for the um, purely for the training aspect of it. Mm-hmm. If people want to follow your journey, Ryan, um, what's the best way to do that? Well, I have the website, which is recycleyourselfcampaign.co.uk. And I love um, that branding, by the way. It's very powerful. Well, yeah, I think the, the message behind Recycle Yourself, um, especially for myself, was that I needed to sort of put my past behind me mm-hmm. and almost start again and recycle myself into exactly. a new person. Uh-huh. And I do it through cycling, so yeah. it was uh, yeah, quite appropriate. <laughs> so um, there's that website and then Twitter. And I... Yeah, we have Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and we're on LinkedIn. Um, we're currently in the process of doing a YouTube channel as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and the best way to find that is through searching the hashtags, either Ryan Rides or Ryan Rides Across Europe. Mm-hmm. Ryan rides across Europe. Exactly. That's the one that I'm using to follow you on Twitter. And you also have an online store where you sell currently yeah, we've two got, products to help raise money. Yeah, we've got two products on the, on the website. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also have a, uh, a little store that we've developed with the assistance of spreadshirt.co.uk. Um, so again, there is a link on the website. Um, that will get enhanced in the next couple of days. And then obviously we've got our GoFundMe page, which is if you um, search Lee Fancourt Mental Health Fund. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. So Ryan, I want to say thank you for being a wonderful, authentic and very open-hearted guest today. Is there anything that you would like to add to our conversation with regards to um, mental health and mental health awareness? The only thing I'd like to add is um, we've spoke about Andy's Man Club and how it's okay to talk. And I do encourage um, everybody to seek support and help as and when they feel that they need it. But what I'd also like to emphasize is that those people that are struggling have got a lot of people around them, a lot of people that may better notice their changes in behavior and their mood or their attitude. So I think that those people can also be a lot more proactive in regards to offering their support Mm. and just asking if they are okay. And don't just ask once, ask twice, Mm -hmm. ask three times, because the more that you ask, the more people will open up. So is that through following one's intuition that something is slightly off or what is the, how can, can one spot signs without, well, I mean, I, that's obvious ones. Yeah. Well, you, you can use your own in, intuition. I think that people get to know people particularly well. Mm. Um, I know that I've got people around me who notice when my mood or my, my attitude starts to change towards mm. certain things mm. and therefore I don't always necessarily recognize it. Mm-hmm. So if people can yeah, use that knowledge of others 
to try and proactively see if they are okay. They, they, may, they may say that they're okay and they may genuinely be okay and just having a bad day, but there's, there's, there's actually no harm in asking. Completely agree. And it can lead to a wonderful win-win conversation um, for, for both parties, right? Because it's good to talk um, for, for, for everyone. Yeah. Good. So, um, Ryan, I would like to say thank you again for coming on the show. I wish you all the You're very uh, with the massive challenge. Um, let's hope you can smash that record. But it's not just about breaking a record. It's about doing it. It's about that conscious choice that you're making around continuing to invest in your, your own mental health, your well-being. Yes. And raising awareness around a very crucial and pivotal topic. So... To all the listeners, spread this podcast, share it with your friends, your colleagues, and let's all help raise as many funds as possible. That's Definitely. it for now. Ryan, thank you, and I'll speak to you again soon. Thank you, Christoph. Thank you for listening to today's episode. For more information about this podcast series and my mental health awareness in the workplace, coaching, talks and training initiatives, please visit my website christophspeasons.com where you can also listen to free inspirational and motivational meditations and talks. That's all for now. I look forward to connecting with you on the next episode. Bye for now.